And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheila and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. Bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Boshiel and Zach coming at you with steps and things, flapping their wings on birds with friends. We got time for a couple more, so we'll go to um, Bo and then Jamie and then Nick. Good, Bo? Right, let's go to Jamie first then. Can you hear me? Now? You're good now. You can't hear me? Yes. Yes, you can. We can. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Doug, I'm curious. Uh... Hello, everybody, and welcome to a post game edition of Birds with Friends for the first time since before the bye. We're talking about an Eagles victory, a stunner, 24-21, an upset over the previously conference-leaving leading New Orleans Saints. Jalen Hurts wins in his debut, goes 17 of 30 for 167 yards and a touchdown, a quarterback rating of 83.6, and runs for 106 yards. Miles Sanders tops 100 yards as well. With an 82-yard touchdown, the Eagles almost give it away with a Hurts fumble at the end, but recover the onside kick, barely, and hold on to win. They go 4-8-1. They're now a game and a half back of Washington in the NFC East. There's a chance that the division will come down to Week 17 as they play Washington. And yet, it seems like this should be a very, very exciting outcome for the Eagles. You got to see some juice with the rookie quarterback, and yet Zach Berman, Doug Peterson acting after the game as if the Eagles had lost by 40 points. What's the deal? Yes, it was a very muted uh, explanation of the way Jalen Hurts played. We've we've seen Doug Peterson praise Carson Wentz more after losses than he did Jalen Hurts after his first win against the number one defense in the NFL. My read on this, and again, this is this Big is speculation. Mug makes its appearance <laughs> for the first time this episode. This is speculation, but I think every answer Doug gave, he's weighing in his head. What does this say about Carson Wentz? How will Carson Wentz interpret this? Is this going to be interpreted as me ripping on Carson Wentz? There, they are acting so delicately around Carson here. They it's don't so want to upset Carson. They don't want to frustrate Carson. They don't want make they they don't want to make Carson look bad. And frankly speaking, I think it ended up like it it came Frank, off poorly speaking. against Jalen Hurts, right? Like this guy had a look. It's he, such a ridiculous it, dynamic. Yeah, it wasn't where, a prolific performance, but like talk this guy up. He just beat the New Orleans Saints for you. It's ridiculous. It's like it's like. You know that the the ESPN report comes out today that no don't worry everybody the Eagles yeah. are really excited about Carson mm-hmm. Wentz moving forward he's their quarterback they don't want him going anywhere don't worry it's like I don't know it's it's like um 
It's like if your girlfriend asked you, told you she wanted to be in an open relationship, but was like really, t- like, don't worry, this is not going to lead to anything. This is going to be totally fine. That seems like, like a very I'm specific gonna, example. I'm going to come back. I, I don't <laughs> right. have this experience, but it's like the dynamic. Like, <laughs> this doth protest too much. Like, don't worry, this is not. Yeah. This is not about Carson. Even Miles Sanders like yeah. catches himself after the game saying that. Jalen Hurts is a natural leader. He's this he's this great competitor. And then he goes on and talking about it and then catches himself. He's like, you know, it's the same stuff that Carson does. You know, it shouldn't have to be like this. You should ha- you should be allowed to be excited about this performance. Now it wasn't just Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You know, the defense played very well. It was a is a team win, as Doug Peterson said. But Doug has been like beaten down and beaten down and beaten down by having to be in these press conferences all season talking about this terrible team. He should be allowed to take a bit of a whip. Exactly. And like it's so depressing. Yeah, you know you feel. They bad show for him. Jeffrey Lurie in the box during this game, and like he doesn't look very happy. Like, even when this team wins, it's like a loss. And it's, it's like you, you know, the the media has the audacity to ask about Jalen Hurts, right? Right. Uh, but uh, no, I, I. You guys are really trying to make too much of this Jalen yeah, Hurts thing. Yes, so, you exactly. Uh, Any I, questions I, about the defense? I I understand completely what you're saying, and. Uh, Look, I, I I actually think that this is a time that that you can even take the opposite tact, like make Carson feel uh, that that he needs like to he get sucks. better. No, that he needs to get better. That the ways that the ways yeah, playing is it's all about competition. Yeah, if if the yeah. whole thing is is for Carson to like take a step back, then your approach can't be. Well, Carson, don't He's worry. He's good enough already. Right. You know, yeah, like like this isn't about you. Yeah, it's 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 like you uh you know it's 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 like you let like the uh the the scrubs play in little league and, and, and you're telling the other guys like like don't worry you'll be back there next game no car uh, like Jalen hurts gave them something that they didn't have before they had a big win tonight they had a, an it's like improbable, there's something there that wasn't there before they had an improbable victory uh Jalen hurts gave the offense the spark that they were looking for the way they ran the ball tonight was outstanding against a defense that simply does not allow that type of production on the ground. Uh, and so, th- well, there were ahead. no sacks. There was one turnover. I think that's uh, the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like the, the the way the team functioned was different. And and look, I I don't want to make too much of the stat, but it's it's becoming more apparent with each with each of these games. The Eagles are eleven and two with backup quarterbacks under Doug Peterson, right? <laughs> like that. Well, and I think if you are, if you want to make the case that Doug Peterson should return as the Eagles head coach, <laughs> that's your case, don't you think? <laughs> like, well, not if you're committed to Carson Wentz, right? Well, but you don't have to be. I mean, yeah, like just that report is <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous. Like, yeah. uh, like if they're trying to trade him, of course that's what they're going to say anyway. There's no like, there's no scenario in which they wouldn't say yes, we're committed to Carson Wentz when he's under contract, and the only thing they yeah. can do is trade him. The 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 worst report for them would be we've given up on Carson. Like you know, we have, I'm like, not going to say know. that. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's my point. Like we're sacrificing all leverage in this. Uh, right. We don't think he's any right. good. We're trying to get rid of him. Send whatever. Yeah. So clearly, the Eagles that. are very. They want everybody in the league to know they are very happy with their core of Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, and, J- and Jake Elliott. All of those guys are good to go. Please don't us- offer us anything. Um, yeah. I think the, I think, so I think the running game 
is maybe a, a little bit overstated in this game okay. because because of the like, one run? You know, 82 yards of Miles Sanders production comes on now like that counts too that's not mm-hmm. I don't mean to discount that but it's not like they were running all over the Saints and a couple you know I think two or three of Jalen Hurts's runs um you know accounted for the majority of his uh production but I think the biggest thing is those is those sacks no mm-hmm. sacks I mean Carson Wentz has been the most sacked quarterback in the league for Jalen Hurts to uh, to see pressure quickly and be able to get rid of the ball. And it's not even just, you know, breaking the pocket and picking up positive yardage on scrambles. He's throwing the ball away. I was very impressed with his, his like, situational awareness um, and his poise in terms of, like, game management situations. There were a couple mm-hmm. minor little things, uh, like, you know, one, get, letting the guy get set on that one play. And obviously yeah. the fumble at the end of the game was very bad. But, um, I you know, we can we can dive more into Jalen Hurts and what this changes our opinion. It does this change our opinion of him? But uh, like the avoidance of negative plays, like we wanted to see what this offense looked like without Carson Wentz, and it wasn't a great offense, but it was good enough, you know, against a very very good defense. So you have to factor that in as well. I think you know this single piece of information. If we are just tracking like the. Uh, the stock market of what the Eagles should be thinking of these guys. This game would make you drop your opinion of Carson Wentz a little bit. For sure. And, and, and we talked about how these last four games would show whether Carson was the problem or if Carson was a symptom of the problem. And look, this did not help Carson's case tonight. I don't know if Doug said it the other day. It's it's a cliche that more games are, are lost than won. Um did Doug say that on Friday? He he, he might have said some type of version of that, but but yeah, like I but, mean he says something like that all the time. Yeah. yeah. But what the Eagles did tonight was like they they didn't like make losing plays, right? Like they showed that that if you don't get if if you don't take sacks, if you don't turn the ball over, like if you just stay alive in games, then it's going to help your chances. And some of it was sort of like, was sort of cosmic, like the Duke Riley interception, which was an amazing play, like unbelievable reactions to catch that ball on deflection. Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't feel like that's the kind of play that he would have made with Carson Wentz at quarterback. (laughs) I know that there's no, there's absolutely no connection between the two, but it just doesn't feel that way. Um, The way that the Seagulls team has played the same with even like Zach Ertz's catch along the sideline, which I thought should have been a catch. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't think he's making that play with Carson Wentz, but you know, I don't know if that's if that's fair to say or not. But it just it did feel like you know, Car- Doug says the the spark, like give the whole team a spark. I don't know. It felt like they had more juice, for sure, for sure. And and, and whether it was the cause or the effect, I I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you that the way they played was different, and offensively particularly, the uh, just reducing mistakes, reducing negative plays, to me made all the difference in this game. Like when your third downs are not these these crazy long third downs, then you're going to get in fourth and manageable situations where where Doug's been willing to go for it and they did that tonight. And they weren't they weren't great on third down, they weren't even great on fourth down. But you're going to but like they were they were just in they were not in these negative situations. So, I think that was my biggest takeaway from the difference of the offense, and in, in terms of the reduction in sacks, I think a big part of that is is rolling hurts out. Okay, getting him on the perimeter, I think that uh, that was uh, that was huge. How many of these sacks this year was Carson just like sitting there waiting for something to happen? 
Hertz, Hertz didn't do them. that. Exactly. Or uh, trying to flee the pocket and not being able to. Exactly. So Hertz, you know, the uh, they seem to have more rollouts tonight. You don't know where those have been all season. Uh, it's a real question. And, like, the Eagles ran mesh a couple times tonight, mm-hmm. which they, like, have basically not done at all yes. with Carson Wentz. The, the, it was like it, it did seem like this is the game plan that we've all been asking for, which is kind of funny. But it, makes you that- wa- it, it does make you wonder, and I don't know the answer to this. I'm curious your opinion. If the way they've been playing has really been dictated by Carson, right? Like, well, it we, makes and we saw wonder, that in the polls year. Well, well, and Shiel likes to say sometimes – uh, like his solution would be, and you know, I'll set up the dramatic tension for this episode after this. But uh, he likes to say that, like maybe the solution is giving Carson Wentz more authority. Like you can call the plays you want. Maybe that's already what's happening. Exactly. Like, yes. And maybe that's part of the problem. Yes. Like uh, I, I, I got to watch it back. You, you heard it tonight. But Carson kills a lot of plays at the line of scrimmage. You know, you hear kill, kill, kill a lot, and. Uh, and that's and, just because he sees uh, turkeys flying no, around the stadium. No comment there. Um, but uh, in, you know, I I think back to 2018. Do turkeys when, fly? Probably not, right? Walk waddling around the stadium. Well, I think when when Carson's involved, the intention is not to. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. Um, but uh, no, I, I I think like you look back at at, at two things at 2018, he didn't want to do as many RPOs as Nick did, right? That was well documented. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he likes having control of the line of scrimmage. That's been well documented. So uh, so maybe when when they just they they don't tailor the or or they they don't fixate on what Carson wants. Maybe the offense is different, and I don't know that to be true. But it's at least one working theory right now. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get to, but I do want to set up, uh, you know, the the other variable we have in this episode. So let's take our swooper sorecasting scoreboard check. I had three irons in the fire for this game. Jalen Hurts throws for 200 yards or more. He had like 150 through three quarters, but the, the, the game flow of this game meant that he did not open things up in the fourth quarter, so he finishes with 167. Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts combined for four or more turnovers. I was really hoping we were going to get one more Taysom Hill interception at the end of this game. He threw up that jump ball. If only Alex Singleton gets his head around. Maybe I get a nod here, but finishes with three. Do not get it. And then Carson Wentz is on the field for at least one play. That one didn't happen, although I think you could make the argument that they should have Carson Wentz on the play for uh, quarterback sneaks. So nothing for me. For those fourth and goals, yeah. Yes. Uh, Zach, you had five this week. Miles Sanders drops a pass behind the line of scrimmage. Did not happen. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders looked uh, compatico. Malcolm Jenkins has an interception, fumble, or two or more tackles for loss. Now, boy, did the fine print come up here because (laughs) Shield wrote this question and just said fumble. He meant to say fumble force, but because he didn't write that, fumble recovery comes into play, and Malcolm Jenkins is the one who was officially credited with the fumble recovery of Jalen Hurts' fumble. So a big point for Zach, who (laughs) needs a win, or at least a half a win, a tie, to stay alive. He also had Jalen Hurts has the most rushing yards of anyone on both teams. That did not happen. He came close, though. 
Very close. Quarterbacks, he had very close. Quarterbacks will rush for more yards than all other players combined. That also did not happen. And then Jalen Hurts completes a pass. That is the player's longest reception of the season. I believe you got two in two. this game. Quez the and touch pass, the, two, the touch pass to Quez Watkins and the touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey. So two for you. Shield. Jalen Rager has a catch of 50 yards or more. Or no, 51 yards or more. Did not happen. Uh, Taysom Hill has a run of 30 yards or more. Did not happen. The Eagles will score more than 17 points. They had 17 at the half, and they did it. So he's at one. And then his last one, Shield makes an appearance on the postgame pod. Mm-hmm. So if he shows up during this episode, he will force a tie, which will make it three and a half to three to one on the season. If he doesn't show up, then you get the win, Zach, and it becomes three, three to one and a half. This is so ridiculous. Seriously, it's so ridiculous. What's ridiculous? <laughs> That he could have a bet that, that that's why I was trying to bid it up the other day. You could have you you had the turkeys then, to spare. But then it's me you wasting. Could, turkeys. You could have done it. It's me wasting turkeys. It's like it wouldn't be wasting turkeys because that you have no future if you don't win this week. God. There's nothing nothing to save. Like I, <laughs> I wish the there game was one, management. I wish there was one for me coming on. Right. <laughs> I would have yeah. bid on that. I would have bid a lot of turkeys on that one. That's true. Now, I actually I didn't realize that Malcolm Jenkins had recovered the fumble, so a big play by Marissa uh, to let me know that that was the case. I thought that it was actually going to be Shield if he shows up, was going to get a full win, which I thought would have been ironic no. because it would have meant that the first time he uh, helps out the pod, he is actually hurting the long-term dr- dramatic structure of the pod because he's eliminating you with three weeks to go, but... All right, let's wrap this up right now. Thanks for listening. Uh, (laughs) All of it. That's an interesting thing. We could do that. We could do that. We could end the show, and he wouldn't make it in time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That would be that would be a that would have been a good move. That's what you would do if if you were uh, if it was the difference between me winning if it was week 17 and it was the difference. Yes, I think I would do that. Yes, you would wrap the fucking music. But so would she. Oh, there we go. Uh oh. Shield Kapadia is connecting to audio, it says. I hope this is not him. I hope it's uh, Leela or Naya. Zach, is there anything you've been wanting to say about Shield before he gets fully connected? I love his work. I, I, I enjoy reading his stories. I enjoy his picks. I enjoy his, his, his power rankings. Yeah, I enjoy his work. Have I missed have I missed you crushing Bo yet? For his his turkeys to the kingdom cost you the outright victory, Zach. Yeah, we were well. I you have no saying, idea how perfect this uh, this timing turned out to be, Shiel. I was just saying how ridiculous it is that you get to have one that you have full control over. And I agree. Yeah, and I was painted into a corner I, where I, I use like up I my turkeys. Perfectly. I use up my turkeys on uh, to play defense against you. Uh, or yeah, so. Well, you should have used up that. You should have used played defense. In hindsight, and now yes. it well, is officially three and a half for Shiel. Three for me and one for Zach. All right, I'll see you guys. Have a good show. Shield, thanks <laughs> no. for coming. We appreciate uh, we appreciate you making appearance. No, but I actually did not realize that Malcolm Jenkins recovered Neither that fumble. I. So initially, I thought I was coming on for the out. I would have had the outright victory, right? Uh, but instead, splitting. But uh, it at least puts me ahead of Bo. So that there was really go. the yes. drop. Uh, the driving force. All right, I, I feel like I got to. I'm gonna give like a like a 15 minute run here. Uh, I don't want to step on your guys' toes, what you've talked about already. 
uh, where, you know, I, I was uh, I was partially listening here as I was watching the Steelers Bills games. So should I just well, let me, jump in? Let me well, let me let me, let me toss it? this to you because we haven't fully unpacked this. Uh, we, we touched okay. on it briefly, but um, it did seem like in this game. I don't know how closely you were watching Shield, but this was this was a bit of a different game plan and uh, some of the stuff that we have been calling for. You know, more called rollouts. Uh, we saw a mesh again. It it did seem like Doug Peterson dialed up a little bit something different than we have seen from this offense for the rest of the season. What do you make of that? Yeah, I heard your Shield likes to say, Kai. I thought that, you know, Shield has said, you know, Shield has said. I wouldn't say Shield okay. likes to say, you know, maybe I've mentioned that uh, before. Okay. That wasn't like my driving point <laughs> all year. <laughs> Shield has said. <laughs> Shield has said, yes, I would agree with that. I have said that, um, you know, when we were in an, uh, this eternal search for answers right. for the Carson Wentz led offense, but I, I thought Zach nailed it. I mean, at some point, you know, so I, I kind of tweeted out something uh, to this respect and there were a lot of, uh, you know, uh, followers saying, where has this been all year? Why don't they do this with Carson? Well, you know, think of what the easiest solution might be. I mean, we know that right. Doug is trying to cater stuff and every good offensive coach says, you know, you want your quarterback to be comfortable. Every off good offensive coach says you don't want to call plays that your quarterback doesn't like. And we've seen them run mesh under five times right. uh, over the first, what, 13 weeks of the season. It was their go their go to play when they won the yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, what did Peterson say? They had it in nine different ways in the Super Bowl game plan. Uh, they gashed the Patriots with it. They put it in today. They convert on some key third down. So I don't think you can look at Doug Peterson for that. Uh, I mean, no, maybe I you could say, all right, he's got to be more forceful, and he's got to maybe maybe that's right. Maybe at some point he needed to say, Carson, you're making things too complicated. I'm gonna call the plays. Call the plays I give you. You know how to run them. Don't doubt yourself. We'll be fine. I mean, it would be unorthodox. Maybe, you know, maybe that would have been a, a good solution. But like, you know, some of these other things like the I mean, the set no sacks is a huge thing mm -hmm. that, you know, we'll we'll all watch the film. But I'm sure there will be many plays we can count where it just seemed like Hertz was kind of what we discussed on uh, Friday and last week, that if it's there throw it. If it's not there, get out of harm's yep. way. And that's what he was doing. He was throwing the ball away. He was scrambling. He ran for seven first downs. That's the second most by a quarterback in a game this season. Wow. Ooh, that includes Lamar nice Jackson, Kyler Murray. He ran for 106 yards. That's second most by a quarterback yeah. all season. Lamar Jackson's game against the Eagles is the only one that was better than that. Second most so like rushing yards counts. ever by a quarterback in his first career start. Okay. So I, I, I mean, that counts. Like, was it a pretty passing game? No. If, I mean, of course not. They, um, you know, they converted on some things. He averaged what 5.6 yards per attempt. He didn't, I thought you were nailing the two. I can't believe you didn't hit the 200. I had to mm. check at the end. I'm like, wait, he didn't, he didn't end up throwing for 200. And so, uh, I thought, I thought it was an encouraging game. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't pretty, but he made plays with his legs. Uh, no, I think in the last five years, I looked uh, a quarterback running for 100 yards without taking a sack. That's only happened one other time. Wow. And so if you're making those plays with your legs yeah. and you're mm -hmm. not taking the negative plays, you know, like Zach was saying, uh, you'll be in games, you know. So I guess if you're looking at it big picture, like how did he perform? I would say I was just looking up some of the like advanced numbers. He probably performed around like a, a 17th or 18th best quarterback, whether on a given week or whether the entire season. And so last week, if you would have said, hey, Shield, Jalen Hurts is going to perform like a top 20 quarterback going up against the Saints defense with the disastrous coaching performance we've seen all season, 
would have said that's a great outcome yeah. for Jalen Hurts' first start. So uh, that that's kind of where I am with uh, with that question. Did, did this game change your general? I mean, it's only one game. Uh, rookie quarterback performance is very noisy. But does this game change your opinion of Jalen Hurts? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say it changes my opinion. I, I think it did look like what he, you know, when I watched his kind of college film, it could, did kind mm. of look like that. You know, he is a talented runner. Like he's both elusive and he's, uh, what was the word I used? Freaky. What's the word Asante Sante Samuel says thick. all that, uh, all, that, all thickness, that thickness, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he is like, he can, you know, run guys over. Uh, he, he can, um, I think it was the one play he met like Marcus Williams there in the hole. Right. And he kind of powered through mm-hmm. for, for a first down. So, um, you know, he, he did those things. Well, they didn't really like showcase him throwing the ball. You know, he had some good throws. He had some bad throws. I didn't think he was a disaster. I really only had one bad throw. That, okay. that one near, that should have been picked, that, but, that picked but, yeah. yeah, by Gardner Johnson. That's probably true. Yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, I would have to, again. Yeah, I mean, well, that, you, that's you know, off the top of my head. but The big thing that stood out, I think, was that he was calm. He really Carson was. Wentz has been so yeah. frenetic. Yes. And it's well just said. Like building up week after week. Yes. Whereas, like last week, you're just every, you know, I think like, every take a, completion take a felt quailude, like an Carson. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh my God, chill out! Like, like the world is not going to yeah. end on every drop join. Back. Join the listeners like. who are ripping a like ripping a bong right now. Like, <laughs> is that a thing? I mean, I, yeah, we got some. We, we got a very funny DM last week uh, from a listener who said his favorite thing in the world is to put the kids to bed, uh, smoke a smoke a blunt, do the dishes, and listen to Birds with Friends. So. <laughs> His life is a lot different than mine. <laughs> washing the, washing the dish, dishes and listening to a pod is a great uh, mid thirties dad activity. Oh, that is, and, that. and that is like the the uh, the number one stamp of approval you can give a podcast is if it's your if it's your dishwashing podcast with uh, headphones yeah. in or or just out loud. Uh, I do headphones in because it's usually the kids are watching something. My wife's got her headphones in. Everyone is literally on their own. (laughs) That's the way the Kapadias are consuming content during the pandemic. It's like there's some Yankees team team where they said 25 players, 25 taxis. That was the 86 Mets. Yeah. 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 So it's it's like that, the Kapadi household. Yeah. Four Kapadias, four pairs of headphones. I would say that's about 90% of the time right now in this household. And uh, I make no apologies. We're trying to uh, get through however you can. So, so, uh, yes, I would say his calm really, uh, really stood out. I mean, it didn't look. Especially on like, you know, those those plays where he's rolling out, deciding whether to throw it away or not. Like, you don't see that from Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. He just threw it away or he took off and uh, ran. So those were, I think, all good things we saw i want to hear more about uh i think zach you did too want to hear mo- more about bo's open relationship yes seriously i don't know no, i, mean, I just, don't judge i'm you know, judging by like you know popular more. entertainment that's not, that's not an example oh. that i that i have from my own life oh okay yeah i thought you know zach was right it did sound very <laughs> there's a lot of analogies <laughs> comparisons you could have drawn there and, uh, so it's the one popped into my head i don't know wait uh I mean, Duke Riley not making that play if Wentz is the quarterback. Come on. <laughs> I said it felt like. I didn't say he would. I, I, and I, I, actually, I said it's not true, but it felt that way. Like, right. cosmically, I don't know. 
I, I thought what what is most interesting uh, of this game is, let, you know, if we extrapolate this performance, let's say, to the next three. First of all, <laughs> do they get into the playoffs? It's very possible. It's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Washington has Doug's going to do it again. Uh, final that be month performance. Uh, Washington Nobody has Seattle. Us. Has Seattle <laughs> next week? Uh, then they have a win. Of, oh, then they have Carolina week sixteen, and then they play the Eagles. So the Eagles need to make mm. up a game over the next two weeks on Washington, and then they are playing for it in Week 17. Um, They need Seattle to beat them next week, basically. Yeah, but then they also – yeah, I mean, if if the Eagles go 2-0, they need Washington to lose one game. Um, Yes, but I'm saying, but if if Washington beats Seattle, my guess is they would also beat Carolina and then – Well, yeah, sure, but, I mean, you get get it however you can take it. Yeah. I would say an Eagles one and one and a Washington zero and two is the most likely successful outcome over Eagles two and zero. You think so? Washington maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if, I, if, I if the Eagles line is competitive, this team if, was like this team. If, if the Eagles beat Arizona next week, <laughs> Super Bowl. If, if the Eagles beat Arizona next week, they're going to the playoffs. Like it's 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 one of those things where it's like, oh my god, I'm not. I'm, really? I, no, no, I, I don't so. want that to be a cut. Like like I I'm, I'm not like guaranteeing that. But I'm, oh, I'm, that's a cut. I'm yep. just saying no. It, if it it would feel like the 18 season when. When they when they beat the Rams like improbably, then they beat Houston yeah, the next true. week, mm-hmm. and then it's you know, and all these things start, and then all they need to do is beat Washington, and Minnesota needs to lose, uh, or Chicago, whatever it was. So, uh, Shio, yeah. I'm I'm Minnesota, curious yeah. what what your thoughts were on on Doug after the game. I don't know if you heard I didn't it. See, I didn't see. I I just heard you guys talking yeah, about it. Like, yeah, I didn't see. First it. off, Morose. he didn't commit to just cart absolute. Two. Oh he yeah, this is what I was Jalen Hurts being the This is the dumbest week. thing going on. Why are we asking this for in the in the first place? And they were talking about it on the broadcast. Burkhart's like, you know, you, they might have to go with Hurts again next week. Of course, they're gonna yes. go with Hurts next. Yes. Hurt, he could he could have had the worst game in NFL history, and he would have been the starter next week. That's the yeah, whole well, point. Yeah, yeah, Doug's like, I I just want to go home, spend time this with my nonsense. family, enjoy this game. Wish Carson Wentz was in there. Like it's, it's like he was uh, th- that last part. He obviously didn't say, but like every question about Jalen Hurts was, well, this wasn't about <laughs> like one it. guy. This was about the team. It was, it's like the guy just yeah. just beat the number one defense in the NFL. Give him some credit. Well, I think uh, I think you guys touched on it uh, earlier my, with my no haircut sort of the... where I've got the the wings growing. Just anyway, go ahead. With the uh, with the organizational messaging which I, I just find like hilarious that in the same in the same breath uh, th- this you know hey they got full confidence in Carson Wentz Jalen oh, Hurts is starting today they're very excited they're very it, bullish on Carson yeah. Wentz long term he's he's here I to mean stay. I don't under like, like of, of course we we've said that would be the best outcome yes. if Carson Wentz plays great uh given the money they've invested in him giving his you know theoretical ceiling that would be the best outcome, but <laughs> there are a lot of things that can happen yep. in the next three weeks. And then this off season, you know, that w- what I think is kind of the thought I had that it might be, maybe I thought was like the most, um, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but like if Hertz performs, let's say in this range, you know, mm-hmm. let's say he's like around the 15th to 20th best quarterback. And then you go into next year and let's say you hold on to Carson Wentz and it's Wentz and Hertz. Uh, you can't, Wentz can't be your, like, it can't just be Carson Wentz's job. No way. I mean, really. 
It, it can. It can. Even if you well, are on this whole like, well, that's, like I don't think sure. there's. I don't think, I don't think you could do that with the locker room. I, don't I, don't think, I think yeah. you lose a lot of credibility. I don't with think the there's any. I, I mean, even even if if Hertz plays poorly, I don't think there is any path right now where they both return and there is not an open competition in the summer. I I think if Hertz no. is a complete if if he's a complete disaster over the next three weeks, which I, I don't think it he could will be. be it could be a farcical competition. It could be like we know Carson's going to win this, but like we have to, we have to do this. But I think I, th- I don't think they can enter the summer and be like Carson is our number one quarterback. He's already been benched. Like I don't, I don't think know. Carson Wentz is on the roster next year if he's not the no doubt quarterback. He is. He goes into su- he goes into the summer as as Carson's the guy, right? Like like that. I don't see how you can do that. Yeah, I mean me they either. they could be let's say they win two more games. They will have won three games mm-hmm. with Hertz, three and one with Hertz and three what was it? Three, eight and one. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. They're four eight and one right now. The, so yeah. The so records they, three, eight, one, yes. Yeah. yeah. So then they finish and it's not it's not like all of a sudden they're getting it again. I'm not saying that the offense was unbelievable. I mean, the offense was mediocre today and mediocre right. in this Eagle season felt like the biggest I can understand why Doug was just like, right. let me enjoy this like one performance because it did. I think if you talk to Eagles fans, they would just be like, I don't even want to have this down the road conversation. We watched a game on a Sunday. They beat Sean Payton and Taysom Hill. Like the, the Andy Reid, and just, just enjoy the win, baby, Here, or whatever. I'll put it this way. If, if, if they are um, so gun-shy, for lack of a – there's probably a better term I, I could use, to compliment Jalen Hurts after the game because ostensibly – now, we don't know this for fact – ostensibly because they, they don't want to offend Carson or that, they, that they're trying to kind of be delicate around Carson, then – I the last thing they would want to do is create a scenario where there's a possibility Carson could lose the job. Like if you have an open competition, you need to accept that Carson might lose it, right? And I yeah. don't think like if if their entire mode here is to is to fix Carson and and but to, that's just off season messaging, pre pre off season messaging. It can't like. It's it's to set the table for like let's we want to get some trade offers in and see what happens we want to un, like and it's preparing for the possibility that Hertz is very bad and then they can turn fully back to Wentz but if if it proceeds with the two of these guys there's no way that you can just look the people in the locker room as she said in the eye and say this guy's our quarterback no matter what I don't think you are accounting for five years of the way they've treated Carson Wentz and I'm, I'm just I don't think you're accounting well for I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair. I mean, I think it would be a mistake. I yeah, mean, I, I when do you, think it'd be you... a mistake. But but that's like this is how they've treated Carson here, right? Like this is like seriously. I mean, I yeah. Give me give me the coach who's just like cutthroat competition. Yeah. You know, who's like if he could you Joe know Judge? if he couldn't handle us dra- drafting uh well <laughs> without the he's not giving anybody names Oklahoma, until without they... the Oklahoma drill. Yeah. But you know, give, give me like why don't you? Maybe they should just maybe maybe it's maybe you're right. Maybe it's too much enabling with Carson. Mm, you know, yeah. call the plays. What plays do you like? Um, you know, we got to leak these messages because we want his ego. Like I don't know, that didn't work very well. Maybe well, it's, it's time but to it's, say it is hard to square that with then drafting Jalen Hurts. What do you it mean? It is hard to square the coddling and the kid glove treatment right, with also true. drafting a backup quarterback in the second round. Well, I mean, the, and maybe the that's the problem. Has is, been very yeah. clumsy from right. Taysom Hill to backup <clears throat> quarterback to you know uh, your messaging today and this type of thing. But yeah, I mean, I it, I know what Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox said last week. 
if Jalen Hurts is playing well and you win mm-hmm. two or three games, yep. I mean, the feeling's going to be totally, the feeling just changes, uh, you know, uh, if he plays well and specifically he's out there and he's interacting and um, that type of thing. So a, a lot of things can happen. But that to me was like the most interesting and kind of uh, probably, you know, the Jeffrey Lurie face there in the press box. Maybe that's what yeah. he was thinking because if Jalen Hurts comes in and totally sucks, all right, then it becomes a little bit easier. Either you're, I guess, trading Wentz and drafting somebody or just putting all your eggs in the Wentz basket, the rehabilitation project for the offseason. Um, if Jalen Hurts totally lights it up, I, I guess there it gets a little um, little gray also. But uh, this sort of middle ground makes looking ahead, uh, I guess, a little more interesting. I, well, I wasn't here in, in 2010. Both you guys were. So I'm curious your opinion. But there was... It's hard to, like, th- it's hard to think of a fathom a time in which you weren't covering this team. I was covering the Giants that year. Um, mm, but, big flex. that's a flex uh but uh there was uh you know the the organizational messaging was like kevin cobb's the guy you know he's he's been waiting his turn he's replacing donovan McNabb, and cobb gets hurt vic comes in and like you guys are saying it just became too obvious that that Vic needs to be the guy and like you can't you can't look your players in the eyes and say like like we're going back to cobb when when this is the way vic's playing and I also think there is a difference between um, that messaging and once the seal has already been broken, that you're already giving Hurts a chance. Sure. You can't then go back and say this guy's the quarterback. Um, but I think that's what I they want to do, though. Like I think that's well, yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. So I think there is a case. All right, I got eight, eight, eight more minutes. What do you got? Okay. Uh, so I think there is a case to be made that uh, Jalen Hurts' performance tonight uh, it makes things more likely that Wentz stays in Philadelphia because of the simple draft uh, pick ramifications. The Eagles, if they had lost, would have been at number four. If uh, they won, so right now they're at number nine. And given that they have to make the trade Wentz decision so early in the offseason, in the first two days of the league year, the only way they can you know, really do that if they think they're going to get a quarterback is if in the first round is if they are like very, very solidly sure that they will be able to get a quarterback. So now they're probably not going to be picking in the top five, and I think that makes it more difficult to just move on from Carson Wentz and think we're going to get a guy in the draft. Now maybe Hurts does enough. And again, you could overvalue a four-game sample size here, but maybe he does enough that you think we want to move forward with Hertz and trade Wentz. But uh, just by virtue of this victory, the Eagles are no longer in position to get you know one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. If you thought they were going to draft a quarterback, yes, or if you thought there was a chance of it, I think there had to be yeah, a chance no, that, of it if they were up that yeah, high. Yeah, that is that is one way of looking at it. I guess the other one would you could look at it as if Hertz is giving you four games of information to suggest that he's a 
top 20 quarterback, then are you more likely to, uh, there are a lot of ramifications. I mean, you know, I'm sure Doug's feeling like, all right, I, I guess I can like coach a little bit, uh, here. I'm not a, you know, yeah. I'm not a complete uh, d- disaster. We scheme some things up. Uh, that record is incredible without, what is it? 11, 11 and two, and two including wins? the playoffs. I yeah. mean, that is, that is, I don't know. I don't even know what to make of that. It's insane. Obviously it's not all the, well, the Saints uh, were what, quarterback eight, eight, play. No coming to this game. Without Drew Brees. More importantly, eight no against the spread without Drew mm. Brees, and both those went uh, went down the tubes uh, tubes here today. Uh, so yeah, I mean there are a lot of a uh, lot of interesting aspects to it. I think for sure. Shield, do you maybe th- he may, maybe if Hurts, maybe if you think Hurts is like you feel good about the probability that he's a competent mediocre starter, and you get the ninth pick, and you can trade back from the ninth pick. Pick up an extra first for 22, 22. Mm. See how and next year plays to, out with two, J- yeah. Jalen Hurts. You're screwed anyway with the cap next year. You know, you're, you're not expected to win a Super Bowl. See what happens with Hurts next year. Probably not going to be like a top five guy. Then 2022, you got the extra, you got the extra pick there. Maybe Hurts has played well yeah. enough that you can trade him for something else. Uh, see, Jeffrey, I told you I'm available. I mean, the one step ahead. I go. think the most. Now you, I, 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 okay, sorry. Go ahead. Then I got oh, no, to call Bo. On yeah, no. I think the comments. most impressive part of that eleven and two also <laughs> is is like who those games have have come against. Like five of those games yeah. are in the yeah. postseason, right? So, uh, so you're playing playoff teams there, and like we said, that those ran the the wins against Rams and and Houston. That was those were impressive wins. The 2018 Week One win over the Falcons. Nick didn't play well that game, but that was a that was a good win. Uh, so, and, and then tonight, obviously against perhaps the best team in football, like there, I don't think that's coincidence. How many of these have they, I, I would like to look this up. How many of these games have they been underdogs in, in the, in that 11 and two? I mean, it's at least the three, oh, playoff I, games. I can it's tell you both. all three playoff games. Yep. Yeah. The Rams game, the Rams game tonight, for sure. four or five, that yeah. Falcons game. I believe they were Week that one opener? that year. Were they? Were I they? I think so. I mm-hmm. think the line moved. I think okay. initially they were one and then it was the other. But uh, yeah, and some of these are like, you know, six, seven, eight point underdogs, yeah. which if you look at, you know, that, that that would actually probably be a fun thing to look up. Like league wide, how many teams win outright when they're whatever, a six point underdog and how many times have they done it um, with, with, with non-win? So that's interesting. But I, I didn't like how you poo-poo. You pulled the Jim Schwartz early. I mean. He just poo-poos the run run game because oh, it was just one Miles Sanders yeah. 82 yard run, the biggest play in the game. Well, I said that counts. Number two DVO, and but but it, that I actually, undersold the um, Jalen Hurts stuff. I agree that it did feel like that, but actually Miles Sanders had a uh, a success rate of like 57, percent which is actually above average. So okay. it wasn't like one great run and a bunch of yeah, but like it, it wasn't ones. like they were gashing them all game like with the run yeah. game, and that was like the story mm. of the game. That's that's what I thought. Hey, one that's quick all. clarification, by the way, because I just had saw my mind, and I hate having a fact wrong. It's mm-hmm. technically eleven and three, but I I was not including that week seventeen game against the Cowboys because Nick with Sudfeld. Yeah, exactly. So oh, that I, I just that out of here. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure. That's... I guess you you would have to account for that in your. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> listen, okay. everyone listening, let's okay. just agree. That All right, that I just count. want to make sure it's too confusing to okay. explain the whole okay. thing. Right. Did you before you go, All Shield? Right. Do you have any anything okay. to say about uh, the defensive performance, or I guess whether you think this makes it more likely or less likely that Doug returns? I know those are two completely different questions. 
Uh, I would say it makes it more likely that Doug returns because now you have the outcome right. of they go three and one, four and no, oh, go to the playoffs, and it hurts shows promise down the stretch. I mean, are you going to fire him after that? Maybe still. Maybe he would want to do something else. I don't know. There's all those possibilities remain. But if you're asking me between now and uh, whatever seven hours ago, it's more likely. And the uh, the defense, Zach's boy. I mean, uh, the Josh Sweat. Yeah. The guy's an animal. Yeah. Unbelievable. These plays. That was Teron Armstead. Oh yeah, I know. Like, a, like a top five left tackle. Yeah. And I, I would have to go back and look. I thought those were one on one plays where he just like. Well, the strip sack. I think they were. Uh... He was sort right, of that one. He was coming bit. on yeah, the backside, yeah. yeah. But the other one was the, the one old was super uh, impressive football guy, speed to power, classic, mm. I believe. Yeah, I've never totally understood the speed to power. It's you're getting the speed, but then you're going right at him and just overtaking them. You got to forklift that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the other moves, I'm uh, I'm able to uh, digest a little bit better. But all right, I'll well, let you guys talk about that. And oh, Barnett was good uh, too, and. Uh, Duke Rally. Uh, did he come well. back? He, w- he did come Barnett back. Was injured, right? Yeah. He- oh, okay. I, uh, Taysom Hill. I'll give credit to Hargrave. He's been he good. A couple nice plays. He's been better the last month, so maybe it was just the injury. I don't know that he's been thirteen million dollars a year good, but uh, he's definitely been better. So I will give. Taysom I don't want to put is, you on the spot. Is who we here. thought he was. I don't want to put you he on the stinks. spot here, and I'm not doing this like. To, um, I'm doing it. To this make is the like point. when you say, "I don't know if I'm going too far." Yeah. Put him on the spot. I was gonna say, can I you name hubris. can you name the Eagles secondary at the end of the game? And oh. I just make a point of this, oh, yeah. like how crazy. Yeah, what is who play. is that guy? Who is that guy? Yeah, Kayvon Forty one. Yes. Yeah, never heard. Hasn't of him. played in the NFL since 2017. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's 27 years old. <laughs> yes, he was. Now he played. He 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 was. That's why my that's why my name today is Greg Salas. Yes, he was in the league mm. in 16 and 17. Uh, it's kind of like bounced, you know, bounced around camps and whatnot since then. But uh, was on the practice squad, promoted. The Eagles lost both their corners, uh, and they were down to Kayvon Seymour on the outside and, and Rodney McLeod on the outside. Yeah, they lost Rodney McLeod too, and so they had both their. They moved Mills over. They had Kayvon Wallace and Marcus Epps in. Um, so it was like, uh, you know, we've seen undermanned secondaries here. We've we never seen it as bad as tonight. That's true. Maybe the lead should have been Jim Schwartz. I mean, really, like, like yeah, there was a play where I'm like. All right, Alex Singleton, uh, Mike Epps. What was the guy's name? Seymour. Yeah, Kayvon. Wallace. I'm like, I know you're going up against Taysom Hill, but still, the other team does have a top five offensive line. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and one of the five best play callers in the league, and they didn't do anything. So, uh, yeah, Jim Schwartz definitely does deserve credit. I don't know if Jim Schwartz will be back uh, next year or not, but he just, uh, you know, he has consistently done more with less, I would say, over his tenure. And my point to that, and I, I know you have to go, Shield, is 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 just that, like, this game was the embodiment. I think we can keep Shield for another hour or so if we no, just no, start with, I know no, you have to go, Shield. I would just shut this down. I would just shut the close yeah, this down. No, this game was the embodiment of, like, Schwartz's philosophy, and it, 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 it gives you – argument for that they shouldn't have have gone hard after the number one cornerback because basically all Schwartz wants to do is bottle up the run and have his defensive line win at the line of scrimmage and if he does that then he'll yeah. live with anything else and that's what they did tonight yeah that's true Sheila I know you have to go but right. uh, how are you <laughs> enjoy I look forward to listening tomorrow okay all right see ya uh, Marissa, how are you there's some I, I, I saw quickly a comment on the chat that's complaining that we're not getting enough Marissa in this episode <laughs> No, there's a lot to talk about in this game. It's, I'm liking your uh, breakdown. I got to – oh, he, he left. 
I was trying to kick mm-hmm. Sheil out, but he's good. Get that um, bad yeah. out of here. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Uh, as I see uh, my boy Gabe Davis with another touchdown for the Buffalo Bills. Big flex mm-hmm. and a whiff for your boy. You did call uh, that Steph- one. Stephon Diggs had one too. So. See a turn? Turn. I like Stephon Diggs too. Yeah. I mean, Big remember turn. back, he was a fifth-round draft pick. So. Mm. No, you know, going slow and steady. Underrated. Well, you know those Maryland head cases. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> uh, what else should we talk about from this game? Like, should you want to you want to spend some time on the defense? Did yeah. You think so it was a yeah. So that was my that was my thirty second take. But I thought the defensive line won this matchup. Right? They were playing against a, an outstanding offensive line, and and they won the matchup. And they they it was clear Jim Schwartz's game plan was to not let the Saints run on them, was to force Taysom Hill to beat them with his arm. Uh, the Eagles were just decimated in the secondary. He stinks. We, Taysom Hill stinks. How bad must Jameis Winston be in practice if they're not yeah. going to Winston, right? Um, this game was calling for Jameis Winston in the exactly. second half. Uh, but uh, I, I thought that, yeah, I, I thought the defensive line played really well. The only well. organization with more uh, organizational hubris than the Eagles, potentially. I thought that the... Um, that one of the key plays in the game was that that uh, that sweat sack on fourth and two, because I I genuinely felt that play looked dead already though. I mean it was okay. a it was a big play. I yeah. don't mean to, but 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 my point like, is by the is, time he got the straight like like uh like a fourth down sack turnover is is less impactful than like a third down sack turnover because the play was already over when he sacked him. You know, and like the ball comes. But out. like the way I, I saw it is it was a good play. It was a good play. It was seventeen fourteen. Saints were in Eagles territory. Uh, they had Uncle scored, Mo was on their yeah, side. They had You're scored right. two consecutive drives. The Eagles had no one in their secondary. Like if they convert that fourth down, I think the Saints take the lead in the end, and they win that game. Uh, I think you're in, right. Instead, Sweat gets the sack. The Eagles get the ball in there, 47. Um, they uh, uh, Jalen Hurts puts together a drive, and and uh, the Eagles go ahead two possessions. A lot of credit there. 
Um, so that's that's my quick take on the defenses. I thought this was this game worked into Jim Schwartz's is his plan 100%. And this is why you have Schwartz as, as your coordinator to you know to to win with a four man rush, which is what they did. And it's why uh, making Darius Slay your entire offseason plan is maybe not so smart. Fair point. Price independent, who would you rather have for the next year? Carson Wentz or Taysom Hill? Carson Wentz. Hmm. I guess I guess so. Like price Depends independent, like is, just, I guess. yeah, I'd rather have Carson yeah. Wentz. I'm 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 not writing Wentz's obituary, career obituary. Yeah, I definitely don't want to write his obituary in general. That that, <laughs> that would be very gloomy. Yeah, yeah. That would be that, Yeah, I, I meant career. You took obituary. it you took it to a dar- to a dark place. Yeah, I meant career obituary. Um but uh no, I'm I'm I don't think this is the end of Wentz. Of a few other notes I I, I had on the game though. Uh, Let's hear them. Unless you want to uh, address the defense more. No, I want to hear your notes, baby. Yeah, so I thought sl- I, I I thought um, Hertz's drive at the end of the first half was was terrific. Like was just really awesome. well done, getting them downfield, getting them in position. Jake and his com- his his command of the two minute drill, like ex- the timing, what yep. to do, all that all that stuff was really good. Yeah, he was Hertz was was better than I thought. Uh, and in those moments, he did not look like a rookie quarterback. He had such poise. You can tell like he's What are you big... looking up at? What am I looking up at? You keep looking up. Uh, the game. I'm sorry. The game's mm. on there. Mine's it looks that like way. The... <laughs> yeah, it looks like the game. It looks like your game must be like on the ceiling. You got like a ceiling TV? No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm looking down at the computer and I'm looking okay. up at the TV. Yes. Okay. So it probably, it's probably just the... The uh, rapid the contrast, head, yeah, the rapid okay. head, yeah, just seems uh, high, very high up. That's all. Uh, it is not high up because I put it up, so I can tell you, <laughs> I, I, I can't get it that high. Um, so, uh, in any event, uh, Jake Elliott missed a twenty-two yard field goal. Jake Elliott has now missed what the heck? He's now missed two field goals this season from inside thirty yards. He, he had been perfect in his career before this. He has now missed in three consecutive weeks two extra points and a 22-yard field goal. Uh, this is a now problem. it is hard to hit the upright. That is like that. It takes I saw that skill. tweet you had. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, so it was funny because after the kick, it looked like um, it looked like Cameron Johnston like dropped his head as if it was his it's fault. His fault, maybe so. And it like the the hold looked totally fine. Okay, uh, there was like it looked like there was nothing wrong with it. So, I mean. It's 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 on a team with Carson Wentz signed for a million like a billion dollars w- without having said in yet, and Alshon Jeffrey with his insane contract. Jake Elliott somehow is the worst contract on the team. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but certainly he it is underperforming. Yes, it would co- it would cost the Eagles I think like eight million dollars to cut him. Yeah. What were they thinking? There was no reason to pay him so much in such a way. The whole the whole lesson to learn from Jake Elliott is that you can get a functional kicker by signing a guy off waivers from another team. The I don't think is that's not, the lesson. We, yes, it is. That's the lesson. The lesson if, is if not we lesson, found the best. Tell me what's happened in, in in Minnesota the last five years. Tell me what's happened in Chicago. Then you keep churning them. Yeah. You keep yeah. churning them. You don't you don't think all of a sudden we've we've uh, found the best kicker in the NFL and Jake Elliott and we're gonna pay him that way? It's insane. Well, I, I also thought there are like two good kickers in the league and everybody else is is and then there's a huge middle and then there's yeah. a bunch of bad kickers. Keep churning. I thought the contract was premature because like the argument for doing it then is you think the rate of kickers is gonna go up, but like 
fine. You know, if if he has yeah, another great fine. year this year, then you then then pay him market rate. Like he's not everything be a restricted free agent yeah, exactly. the next year. Like, exactly. What a perfect situation for a kicker, a restricted free agent. Yeah, exactly. If someone signs him to a deal, you match. That's exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah, you pay a market rate then. Yeah, I agree. And this is and I like Jake, but this has been like this has just been a bad bad year. And then my other point, and I I I hope I'm not making too big a deal. Uh, I hope I'm not making too big a deal about this because I uh, ask Dave Fipp about it every week, and I probably tweet about it too yeah, much. Bizarre. But Jalen Rager, why is he not your punt returner? It makes no sense. Now I understand there was a period. He returned a punt for a touchdown last yes, week. He said three punt returns this year. Now I understand there was a period in the game tonight when he uh, when he was banged up. But there were two punts after he had returned to the game, and there was a punt before he got injured. Um, there was only one punt where you could say maybe it was injury-related, in, in my opinion. And it's, it wasn't even a rotation. It was just Greg Ward back there. Yeah. And if the argument for using Greg Ward is that, well, he's a good decision-maker and he's shorthanded, how many times has Greg Ward let punts just go over his head get he's down? He's a bad decision-maker. Exactly. And he's, he like, the least dynamic, like— that yeah. one he returned where he just basically yeah. ran straight into the guy who tackled him with no move whatsoever. Like, I know that Jalen Rager has has fumbled punts, and that's probably – I mean, that is the reason he's not out there, I'm sure, uh, just straight ball security. But, like, the odds of Greg Ward fumbling when he's just running directly into a guy running 80 miles yeah. an hour down the field are about the same as Jalen Rager dropping the punt. But, like, Dave Phipp, is, it's, it's just like this uh... – he 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 doesn't understand why I even ask about it. He's like, well, Greg Ward, we we really like Greg, and we had plans for Jalen. Jalen Rager's had three punt returns this year. One of them was for a touchdown. All right, think about that. That's crazy. When when they drafted him on draft night in Howie Roseman's opening statement, when he was talking about how there's different types of receivers in this draft, he had mentioned, but but we really like and in he, when he was mentioning the things he likes about Rager, he mentioned the punt return ability. It is, like, to me, it is irresponsible of you not to use him as a punt returner right now. It's week 14 of his rookie season. He showed you what he can do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And they use that preposterous. I didn't see what the snap counts were tonight yet. Um, But uh, in the past two weeks, Ward has played more. Ward was on the field a lot tonight. They play. They those guys played the most. Those yeah. two guys, yeah. Ward and Rager, uh, and Travis Fulgham, doesn't exist. Doesn't basically. exist. Yeah. It says it is as if those four weeks were just a total mirage. It's yep. a it's a prank that uh, the league and Travis and the Eagles are all playing on us. Uh, he's he's like vanishing into thin air before our very eyes. No targets tonight. Uh, barely was on the field. I don't know what I don't know what to say. I mean. You know, it's really it's really nice for Alshon Jeffrey that he caught uh, a touchdown, like the least impressive touchdown catch of all time. But for him to ever be on the field instead of Travis Fulgham is it's insane. I just I don't like I don't know what the explanation is. It's I mean he must uh, he must I don't know what the explanation is. I I, f- I feel like there can be an expose written about what happened during the bye week with that team because basically- him and Herbig. <laughs> basically they they looked at their roster and they decide and like like they they took out the we need one to get older and worse they took out the one thing that was working for them okay um they just stuck there they just kept ramming their head against the wall with uh Carson and 
uh, you know, we spoke to Press Terror on, on Friday after the podcast, and I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to be rude, but the way I asked the question was like Press's explanation for Carson was almost the exact same explanation that he gave when he spoke to us last, which was during the bye week. Like it was a yeah, near that was ver- a good question. I it was thought. like a near verbatim response. So like, what you know? Did you do anything? Anything? And at you're all? the only one who knew that it was verbatim. <laughs> like it wasn't verbatim, but it was like the same it sentiment. Up. It was like the same sentiment. Did you do anything? Did anything to change Carson whatsoever? And because Carson just it was just the same stuff all over again. Uh, and so maybe as we've discussed tonight, Carson was complicit in that as as well. But uh, we talked after the bye week. Or during the bye week, we're like, all right, they're going to get back from the bye. They looked at the roster. You you have Rager healthy. You're going to have Rager and Fulgham on the outside. Like that. Like that's what you're going to rely upon. Right. And, you know. And you finally got a lineup. Exactly. You, you know what you're going to do. And uh, it was like they just they just had a totally different interpretation of what their roster was, and they lost four in a row. We did see a lot of uh, QW tonight. What'd you think of Quez Watkins? He only got the ball on that one little pitch pass. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to go back and and, and look, um, to be honest with you. You were at the game. What was the give me give me some some color that I, we wouldn't have seen on the broadcast? Uh, all right. So, um, you know, you like to account for injuries, and before the Eagles even announced, you know, the injuries, the the status they have on the scoreboard. Uh, you were looking up so high on that TV. <laughs> it's like there's it's like there's a giant holding it at the top of a beanstalk. Uh, Darius Slay out head injury. Okay. And I just like it I kind of snickered at obviously not the head injury. That's a serious thing, but there's no fans in the state. There's like cardboard cutouts. Who are you providing that information for? You know? <laughs> That's like what Oh, like they announced it over the PA. No, they didn't no, they didn't announce it over the PA. They put it on the um on the video. Oh, board. on the, oh, like, on the like video injury board. update. You know, Darius, That's funny. You know, so is it is it for the people on the sideline? Is it just you know, like uh, I was high. Uh, is it for the cardboard? Was cutouts? there a was there a note? Uh, a rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. No. Okay. Uh, in terms of that's the sideline, that's a callback for longtime listeners. In terms of the sideline, uh, I didn't have much in terms of the Hurts Wentz stuff. What about Malcolm Jenkins? Any any uh, no, moments no, of him, no, John, was, with people or no? Friendly before the game, shaking hands, that kind of thing. You saw that. Um, I guess my big sideline observation, this has happened before, but you don't like to see it, but it shows you the kind of night it was. Uh, there was, uh, a waiting line for the blue medical tent. Mm-hmm. Like they, the, you know, there was, there was that it's like play. that Giants game week 17 last year yes. when Brandon Graham had to it, go inside because exactly. there were too many people in the blue medical tent. Yeah. So, so, so there was a play when, when Slay and, uh, and McLeod both got hurt on the same play. And then Sean Bradley got hurt on the next play, and then there was a and there's like this this line to get into the tent. McLeod actually never went into the tent. They had to evaluate him, and then they brought him uh, to the locker room. Um, and then there's uh, there was time with Malik Jackson. Um, so yes, yeah, so there was like a, a backup getting in into the tent. And I, uh, I I don't mean to be rude saying this, but I was thinking in my head like, what if if like Sean Bradley was in there, but then Slay gets hurt. Does the more prominent player get right, like, yeah, you priority? You know, you're, you're like, yeah, we got to look question. at our, our you know, star cornerback. So, it's a good question. Yeah. So that was some 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 Lincoln Financial Field observations. All right, Zach. I know you want to get writing. Mm-hmm. It's getting late. What are you going to be writing about? 
I was actually going to talk to you about that after we got off mm. the air here. Yes. Okay. I don't think I we don't need really to, know what I'm going to yeah. write about either. Okay. Well. Okay. I look Marissa, forward. What are you going to be writing about? <laughs> um, I'm going to be editing this and then watching the rest of the Bills mm. game because I have that podcast very uh, late tonight. So. Marissa is the hardest mm. worker. Big flex. <laughs> Seriously. My wife was is so impressed by like. Like, like my, uh, she didn't realize that, that that Marissa does like ten of these podcasts. And she has to sit through. She has to sit through our shenanigans. I was talking about that with my wife too. Yeah, she sit through our, our stuff. Yeah. I enjoy it a lot. It's great listening to you guys. So. Yeah, I, I I'll push. Uh, I'll, I'll push for this. A, an episode of uh, of the wives podcast. Yes, that was my idea. Let me if I get you know if I share it with the listeners, maybe they'll really uh, force everyone force you to do it. But I think a. Uh, Wives Tell All podcast this offseason mm. could be really interesting. You know, I've already thought of some questions like, you know, worst habit, best story they ever wrote, worst story mm. they ever wrote, um, bad habits when they're writing, like those kind of things. I think we could get some juicy details. That's good. So. So yeah. Rachel said she'd <laughs> like to like, do that. Just never gonna happen. Not. That's <laughs> never going to happen. But, but I, I was, I messaged. I messaged the other guys. Wait, you don't control her. I she can do whatever them. she wants. I definitely don't I control just, her. I'm I can just message that. Emily and get her you, on here. What if, what if she could. just popped in one time and we surprised you? That uh, would be... Um, that's good. I would be frightened out of my mind, yeah, about what she would say. <laughs> but, uh, no, I I, I sent the... It, it, uh, there's a Birds with Friends Slack. I'll tell our, our listeners this. And my wife was watching, what was it, Thursday night? Or, or no, I'm sorry, Wednesday night. And her assessment of the show was, I feel bad for, for Marissa that she just has to sit and listen to that, you know, the whole time. Because that was like a two-hour pod. Mm. <laughs> the wives love Marissa just because they don't have to listen to you talk about Doug's Bizarre Press Conference. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually probably, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, Doug, Zach, what do we have uh, coming up over the next yeah. 72 so, hours? Yeah, so if, if Take you, this in your Doug impression. Take it as, as uh, beaten down as you possibly can. So if you're up around like 3, 4 a.m. tonight, probably 4 a.m., check The Athletic, and I will have a story up then. Uh, tomorrow morning when you wake up, Bo's going to have his The Day After piece. I always look forward to that column every, every Monday. Um, that makes one of us. We have Doug Peterson at noon. Uh, we will have the beat back and forth for Tuesday, and then we get back into a uh, into a normal week. The Eagles have the Cardinals next week. We discuss the scenarios, but I'll just I'll just put them out there pretty quickly here. That if the Eagles go four, if the Eagles go three and zero these next three games, they need Washington to lose to lose one of their next two, like you said. They need the Giants to lose one game, and then the Eagles would make the playoffs. If the Eagles lose to the Cardinals, then they're going to need. Uh, Washington to lose two games before week it. 17. So it's possible. We'll see. What do you think? You think they make the playoffs? I don't, but I didn't think they were going to beat the Saints. So that was a good win for Washington today. That now, was. now there was a bit of a Alex Smith got hurt, but he's going to be fine. I guess it sounds that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun if there's a week 17 game that matters. Now that the Eagles can't pick in like the top five. Sure. You're in a position where you might as well. You I might prefer as well meaningful to football to meaningless football. So count me in. Okay, I still wanted to. I mean, I, I have so many questions about how high up your your TV is. <laughs> it's not if high. Only at we all. can see the mirror behind you. The mirror is behind know. me. Hold on. You want to see it? 
Oh, the treat for the viewers yeah. instead of the listeners. Oh, wait. Oh, there he is. No, sorry. Oh, start so uh, I have to change the filter. Um, this is riveting for the listeners. <laughs> yes. uh, the viewers like it. Choose virtual background, and then you go to none. So there's the mirror. Oh. <laughs> so. And look, there's a TV all the way up high. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, well, I guess that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Congratulations to Zach for eking out a half point in Super Sorecasting to remain alive. He is as alive as the Eagles. So he has one. I have three. Sheil has three and a half. And uh, really, that's what everybody's talking about as we enter this final three games. Jalen Hurts looks good. We'll see uh, if he can keep it up. And the Seagulls team can keep Doug Peterson from crying in front of us on a podium and uh, maybe find a little joy in his life. For Marissa and Zach and Sheil, I'm Bo. Thank you for listening. Thank you to those of you who came in on the live YouTube pod and left your comments. Make sure you download, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a comment on Apple Podcasts if you want a shot at a uh, Pastaficio's gift card from Shield. And as always, let's go. Wrap this up. We love you.